Welcome back. This is another episode of the Awful Service Podcast. This is a podcast that if you sell enough pizzas, you get to go to summer camp. Yay. Yeah. So, so, uh, so get, your, get your kids to sell. And uh, if your kids get your parents to go to the office and tell them that you need to buy some awful pizzas from the Awful Service Podcast. Those are the only kids Link below bought. our bio. <laughs> it's me, your host, Matt Doima with Nathan Smezrud. Coming in hot from rush hour traffic, we've got. Ooh, yeah, just shaking my fist at slow Sunday drivers. It's me. <laughs> it's me, Road Rage Joe Cocazello. <laughs> oh, you should keep that. <laughs> old Road Rage. Oh, the old, old the Road old, Rage. Old, old Rage. Joe Rage Cocazello. Joe Rage. I need a better horn. <laughs> you know what you I mean? You can install you look... a, a train horn in a car. I mean, right, it's not like the a, easiest I want to pull it down. Yeah, like a big like semi a like, whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Just cause I, like, accidents, <laughs> and that and that person who's suggesting that Joe puts a uh, industrial horn in his Honda uh-huh. is our guest today, ladies and gentlemen. We have musician, uh, social media presence. Uh, he's a TikToker. Uh, he's a comic, uh, and, and he's he's a reverend. That's a yeah. Renaissance man. Yes, Re- I, don't yep. think we've, I don't think we've had a it's reverend a on the podcast. I'm sure you have because of the yeah. amount of people that have. Yeah, they just don't claim it. That the internet <laughs> bullshit. And they don't mention it because they haven't clung to it for 22 years like I have. Yeah, so we have Reverend John Wheeler on the podcast. You guys, <laughs> everybody here, boys. Everybody else just did it once because they, so they can marry their friend. <laughs> yeah, you know that's the one thing I can't do is like I, you. Uh, I know what you mean by marry your friend, but you can't. I couldn't officiate my own wedding. That is a power you do not have. Whoa. I didn't know that that was a rule. Yeah. And I guess it makes sense because if you think about coercion and stuff, and if you could also just (laughs) sign all the paperwork without a third party in some sort of weird reverse shotgun wedding, like (laughs) I I think there's a lot of Beetlejuice your own wedding. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just your own wedding by reverending your friends into marriage with you. If I think if I, if I was a reverend, I think I'd use my powers for not so good. I like it. Yeah. I get drunk with people at the bar and then just have them sign. Now you're married. Boom. Yeah. You're married. As, <laughs> as soon as you see like some drunk couple going in for the kiss at, yeah. at a bar, like, and I pronounce you man and wife. Oh! <laughs> there's a like, guy. No, passed, there's a guy. No passed out. He's 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 the witness. The yeah. guy's like just puking in the corner. Was, yeah. Sign over there. All the signatures are in order. We bought him a shoe. I, I just that made me think though like real quick because i've actually because i was in a couple of prolific bands i have been hired by a lot of people i don't know very well to like officiate their weddings <laughs> over time like probably often enough where i could count that as a job and i didn't even <laughs> think about that coming into this before this came up i was like oh fuck because the things i've seen like people just getting married in the saddest vfw that was the closest <laughs> thing to the trailer park that i'm just Good that's God. genius. You can you check two things off of the wedding list. It's like we got the band and the reverend covered. I have, the I same have thing. done that, too. Like <laughs> someone paid both um, my industrial metal band <laughs> to play <laughs> their fucking wedding and me to do the. I walked away with a lot of money. It was it was kind of great, but it also gave me the I was talking to someone else about it where a business idea 
in order to basically have legalized prostitution. I would just marry the people oh. and then they fuck. And then I have it annulled because you I can prove that marriage? I was drunk when I did it. Oh my God. <laughs> that I was not in sound mind. So they don't have to go through a divorce. So just anal and then an annul. Yeah, dude, this is great. You could do it like those scammy MacBook uh, like websites where it's like 11 cents for the prostitution. And it's like a thousand dollars for yeah. the marriage and and for all the legal fees. Yeah, uh, legal fees. That that was literally part of it. It was just kind of like, oh, these are all just legal fees and the venue rental and stuff. Yes, really, it only comes to one hundred fifty bucks. We're like, hey, you know, <laughs> welcome to the honeymoon ranch. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I have not figured out a way in which that wouldn't be legal yet. <laughs> oh my god, this ties uh, in you know perfectly what? with our our dinner theater restaurant idea for having. F- fake wedding receptions yes oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can go to <laughs> yep yeah dude if you came to the right place for ideas we're gonna Good. figure this out by the we're time gonna... the show ends and we're gonna oh, have yeah. a eureka moment we could just sit here and talk about our brilliant <laughs> business ideas and we will in access i don't know because if we should be giving them away oh pff. we have given away billions <laughs> of dollars worth of ideas on this podcast oh, yeah, you Elon no must idea. listen to this show all right. That explains it. Yeah, we don't have enough uh, heirs to emerald mines that listen, unfortunately. Yeah, we, we didn't inherit blood money to fucking <laughs> dig holes under L.A., which sounds like he did just hear that on a podcast. Right? <laughs> well, again, this is the awful... Under the city. This is the awful service podcast, John. This is a podcast where we talk about different customer service jobs and the stories there within. The very first segment on the podcast is one that we lovingly refer to as the resume. Ooh. Show us your resume. Why should we hire you? Have you ever had a job? Write you up and fire you. Tell us all about yourself and your place of business. Talk about your former jobs, filthy, shady politics. Show us your resume. Again, the resume section, John, is the one where you get to talk about the jobs, the stories there within. You don't have to do all of them. They don't have to be chronological. Go reverse chronological if you want, but that's a tricky one. It's in the back of the Kama Sutra. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I've ever pulled off the reverse chronological. I don't, I don't have the inches to make that work. <laughs> and whenever you want to start with everyone you want to go with, man. All right. Well, I'll go in order just because it's kind of uh, ties into another thing we were talking about earlier. My first job was a cashier at Target in 1995 when I was 15 that I did for one summer. And uh, I'll get into the longer story later, but it was basically they made me sell cigarettes to people. Uh, uh, there used to be, the, they used to have tobacco at Target. Mm-hmm. That's a thing that some people remember and younger people are like, really? It's like hearing stories about smoking in hospitals. You're like, what? <laughs> like, it depends on how old you are, but yeah, I, I hated working that lane because I didn't, I'm not even smoking a cigarette now. This is a CBD thing. I just do it for show, but I'm not stinking my house up like a fucking anti-vaxxer that smoked inside. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I just started selling, you know, so I hated working in that aisle and it was illegal for them to do that. Like they were not supposed to have someone who's 15 selling cigarettes and newspapers and condoms or whatever the fuck. It was like the gas station aisle. And, uh, but then other kids I knew from high school had come through and I would just start selling them cigarettes and I would actually start suggesting because I knew they smoked and they could get themselves to a target or whatever. So I'm like, would you like cigarettes today with that, sir? <laughs> and eventually when they, you know, inevitably a sting got run and I was just selling cartons of cigarettes. <laughs> target got in a shit ton of trouble and they couldn't do anything because they, I wasn't supposed to be 
you know, it was like Dante. I'm not even supposed to be here. Not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was exactly that. So fucking uh, they couldn't fire me. They didn't like that I was still there. But then uh, when like 10th grade started or whatever summer after that would have been, I don't remember. I think it's, but I just, it got really, really busy at an after school sale and it was kind of, or back to school sale and it was kind of understaffed and I just left. <laughs> just <laughs> left and hanging. The fuck, I'm just going to get put fuck on my record. And the only time I'm, shit. the only resume that job's ever going on is this one right now. And that's changed shirts from red to blue. And you just walked into the sunset. Yep. And that, yeah. And then I, oh, where did I go next? Oh, Lunds. I was a grocery carryout at Lunds, uh, which was like a, that was one of my first experiences with a job telling you that to just say fuck school and show up when we want you here. Like, I don't want to <laughs> work here for the rest of my life for two different reasons like that, that I never finished my education. And then also that it was to just keep working here as if that was like some goal that anyone should have, but some viable career option. <laughs> yeah. And I, just giving you bad life advice. Like your mom's boyfriend. Time. <laughs> like everyone that works here that's not 87 years old goes to Richfield High School. So like that means we can't get here. You know, it's not summer. Remember summer? Like it was one of my first <laughs> big altercations. And then the, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. they People would actually tip us in cash, which was kind of awesome. I think it's the only tip job I ever had. Uh, but they would actively tell them not to. It's like, don't tip them. God, I hate working so much, and I'm only in 11th grade. We have a, this huge carpet cleaning budget that we need to cover. Yeah, <laughs> oh my it was God. my exit from there, too. The short version was we figured I figured out, I think some one or the other, because I was, you know, I was only one of a bunch of dickheads at this place because like all my <laughs> friends worked there. It's like I think my first band was all people that also were like grocery carryouts at once. And, um, I uh, someone figured out that there was this big orange switch by the the register closest to the door that would reset the check and credit card scanning stuff, and it couldn't come back on for hours. Like because again, this was '97 or something like that. There was nothing oh they God. could do. So again, busy, busy day. I had put in my two weeks. But it was my last day. Um, There's also carts you used to carry the groceries out. So I just kept leaving them outside behind the dumpster and coming back in without it. And then there was like, so eventually there was just groceries piled up to the ceiling. Like no one had any carts. Everything was a disaster. And then on my way out, I hit the orange switch and it went down. And someone I heard later, it's like, dude, after you left, the thing went down. I'm like, yeah, I I did that. Because remember when we found out that was there and we're like, oh, don't ever touch that. It would have been a lot smarter to not bring it up, but whatever. That was my second job. limitations. Yeah, that's yeah, years but, ago, man. Yeah, we're, we're talking 90s it. at this point. You know, uh, the later ones are going to get me in trouble. But, uh, <laughs> I, 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 so going back, going back to the the Target, going back to the Target store. Yeah. So you said you were selling you were selling cartons of cigarettes, and you got caught oh, yeah. in a sting. Yeah, yeah, and they and they didn't come to me. They came to the man. You know, they they went through the like top down for like, what the fuck is happening here? Because they just assumed I was doing Your it. Cigarette so- sales are through the roof. They're like, God, <laughs> keep up the good work, fellas. And we don't want to know how this happened. But- he, is, he, is he one of the Philip Morris kids? Like, is he yeah, I was just, <laughs> yeah, just coental pros, just like yeah. selling them underground. Like, no, it, it um, You're just collecting camel cash. I was doing it. Oh my god, I have a story about uh, stealing. Um, gift card points from the people I was ringing up at a different job that I'll get to later. <laughs> but I am the world's worst fucking employee. Well, I, I, again, eventually I've been a kind of an independent freelance 
guy now for years mm-hmm. and i don't think i'm capable of <laughs> without well, acting like that it would be better for me to become a cia asset where they're like hey we need you to go wreck this business don't hurt anybody <laughs> we're definitely not giving you we a need you job. to cause unrest yeah just 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 ruin it up we've been watching you and you know we have just ruin <laughs> it up real good like i always done and uh you know so we'll walmart you sent you into kmart to take him down from the inside yeah. was that what happened <laughs> yeah kmart will be my epstein island like i'm gonna get everybody <laughs> <fucked> over <laughs> you, work, <that> place. <laughs> you work for the cia you have to go to like an afghanistan grocery store <laughs> <laughs> there's a fucking red owl still open in kabul that we need to go <laughs> we, yeah, there's we a wawa somewhere in <laughs> <laughs> Hey, the Baghdad Wawa has the best uh, chicken parm sandwich. The best falafel. <laughs> oh, you ever had the you ever had the falafel? The Baghdad Wawa, bro. <laughs> you're, 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 of course, you're, 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 you're and it's just some fucking Philly assholes somehow in Baghdad. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Baghdad, Baghdad Wawa. <laughs> oh yeah, they had the best Baghdad, water ice. Massachusetts. Fucking... Best water ice. They're just oh, yelling at a cricket game. Hey, the bomb! <laughs> Throwing batteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bum! I'll hit you with a sock full of batteries. This sport sucks. <laughs> Play baseball like a human. Go Where's Eagles! Go yeah. <laughs> Bats deflated, you queer. Yeah. He wouldn't like cricket. Like your girlfriend wearing that tent, you faggot. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I brought up the Target isn't aren't you the reason now? Isn't like that the reason that they no longer sell tobacco at Target? That is why, at least in Minnesota, but it might have had a domino effect. Because here's the best part. If you look this up, it goes, it, it lists that time frame as right before they stopped. It was like late summer of 95. And, um, you know, their headquarters out of here. So that was like, mm-hmm. that was a target, any diner, that big, huge one. And like, cause I, you know, Richfield, I, I would just ride my bike up Penn or wherever the fuck to, to go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but the official, if you go back and read the news articles about it, they said that they had to stop it because it wasn't profitable. <laughs> and that is, that's some un- horse shit. people have literally gone and there's, there's people have looked into it and written other articles that are like, how in the world were they not making money from tobacco? That's like bankrupting a casino with your name on it. It should be impossible <laughs> unless it's for some crooked ass fucked up reason, which they're like, yeah, I guess we'll never know what that really was. How you do? <laughs> because they were like immediately, I still was working there before I left when they had to shut it down. And all of these old nasty people just went, needed cigarettes to smoke to their tracheotomy. All like, where the fuck is the cigarette aisle? Like, where's well, that nice young boy with the with the knuckle tattoos? Yeah, where's it? Yeah, I got these right before. My yeah, birthday. like when you're 14. To, yeah, I got a, a, a payment plan for him. And I was like, I better get a job at Target because my parents are like, we're not making payments on your knuckle tats anymore. Uh, you're going to have to work. Good luck finding a job with those. Um. <laughs> I want to buy a carton of cigarettes. Yeah. And they were, they were like, what the hell? Yeah. This is where I get my smokes. I don't even come in here for any other reason. And they were just chewing out the managers were like side-eyeing me the whole time. Cause I couldn't tell them what really happened. Cause again, they were breaking the law. In, basically I got the, them in trouble for what they were doing in a roundabout way. Like rather than calling the better business bureau, which I probably didn't know existed. I just, did what I did all of school, which was just go, I'm going to do this wrong until people get mad. 
Oh, I think God. all of us here probably have a little bit of oppositional defiance in our various yeah. mental departments. Yeah. 100%. Probably not a rare one in this group. No. Uh, yeah. Dr. Lunds? Yeah, we can all okay, use right. some CBD. Yeah, yeah. It really calms the morning shakes. <laughs> yeah. um, Brings my road rage down. Yeah, <laughs> bring their Copazella rage down. Oh, man. Okay, so oh, what did I do after Lunds? I think I didn't have a... Oh, my God. So I didn't have a job for a while mm-hmm. because I it was born September 6th. So I just missed like the cutoff for school. So I turned 18 the week senior year started. A lot of other oh, people. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So I learned from before. So I just started and all, God, everybody smoked back then. Like people like, kids vape so much now. I'm like, dude, kids smoked like <laughs> madmen. <laughs> like it was, it was so common. So I would just go and be like, I'll buy you cigarettes and just upcharge the fuck out of them you know or like um someone who was probably yeah instead of two dollars for a pack i'm gonna charge you five it was like 20 bucks like (laughs) i did not and a job was like five dollars an hour back you know then yeah like when i was in high school entrepreneurial shit dude i love it that was a lot of money and, and 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 i made sure to only charge money for them and i never talk to any of the girls that were a bit out of my league into a blowy for it or anything. Yeah. Cause that would be a cancelable offense that I would never have thought of back then, mm-hmm. even though I was 18 and thinking with my dick constantly and was that kind of person. But yeah, I didn't do that, no. but I made a lot of money and um, that was enough to impress the ladies. I bought a shitty car and, um, and yeah. That so got I, you I, the blowies. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, Ooh, look at this um, Plymouth Reliant from 1981. Yes, I had one of those. No power steering. Oh, it didn't uh, go backwards. It was that, so fucked up. Yeah, you had to be on a hill pointed yeah. down. Like, that's I, how you went backwards. The transmission was so broken, I actually Flintstoned it to get it going once. Like, yes. I stuck my leg out the, the thing and, like, floored it and pushed. I probably could have ripped my own leg off. But I, you know, I didn't think about that. And, but, yeah, I could drive, which back then for somebody with no job and who comes from generational poverty was pretty impressive. Um, Plus, you had cigarettes all the time. I mean, And I on. always had cigarettes that I never actually smoked. Either. I would just go buy loads of them. That carried over into another. I don't want to jump around too much, but some friends of mine were like the clerks or Beavis and Butthead of this essay in Burnsville where they'd be like the only three people working there all the time and overnight and stuff. So we just stole shit. But we were... um. We stole cartons of cigarettes from there and just traded them for weed and then sold weed like out of a store. Like that was a thing. <laughs> this was way later. I was probably in my mid. Hey man, I need 42. I need 420 gallons of gasoline, please. <laughs> Holy fuck. The security footage that they made them. Someone stole that too, by the way, which was really funny. Ah, yes, but they, they stole they, the security footage. And it was after they sat them down and made them watch it because they didn't. It's not like they stole it before they got caught. They got caught. And then they made him watch the security footage and yelled at him. And then they stole it. And then we would just get drunk and stoned and watch it sometimes because somebody oh, yeah. has the right kind of BCR. And there's no sound. So it was like the funniest silent movie you've ever seen in your life. Like they would be like, first of all, like the kids working there having like blue Liberty spikes is like, there's all 22. And uh, you just see someone walk in and they'd be like, blah, blah, blah. they'd be like, Oh, and you can't, and then they just grab like a brick of lottery tickets. And give it to them. Like, they'd be like, oh, and they would like hand them something and they'd just give them a dime bagel. We just on camera and you, you couldn't tell what they were saying. And then they'd be like, one second, they just come out with like a bunch of weed. 
they're like what are you doing and then they didn't even fire him somehow i don't i think he <laughs> find anybody else well because the only thing that ever used to get you fired is stealing money i always remember that because i committed so many crimes at work and so many other people had committed so many crimes at work and i pieced together that if you stole money they'd probably catch you and mm-hmm. you might actually go to like real consequences jail i saw that happen a few times but it's like you know i worked at a rag stock i made a video about that where i would just charge people 10 bucks to like fill up a bag like, yeah whatever it just i just have to give it to me <laughs> just go take whatever they want while i look the other way <laughs> but it's like i wasn't stealing and I, I wasn't stealing clothes or money that's so funny dude god what it's i just fucking, what, you know what i say it all in a row sweet like this how are you not a cia asset jesus christ you're maniacal. yeah you'd, you'd think that what they might do is they'd be like well wh- why are you going to the wawa in baghdad you know they'd be like yeah. you have to have a reason like oh well, what if you're part of the USO? And it's like, yeah, but then you need a whole band. Like, what if you were a comedian? Like, wouldn't I have to do it like really often and not just sometimes at the uh, Monday Night Underground? Like, nah, I just do it there every once in a while. Talk like you do it more on podcasts. And then yeah, someone will go, oh, yeah, John went over to the U. I guess he's doing good. His TikTok's big. I don't know. Yeah, that <laughs> probably would be what it would look like if I was a CIA asset. But that's not what's happening. John, we're going to need you to destabilize a Cub Foods in, uh, in, in uh, Micronesia. <laughs> Yeah, I love uh, just stabilizing a good grocery store. Mm-hmm. Anywhere, really. At home and abroad. Okay, so where the fuck was I in the story of, because that essay, I didn't even work there. I kind of skipped for, oh yeah, I didn't have a job. I believe my first job. No, you job, had a job. You were a cigarette salesman. Well, yeah, I was a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, it was like, I think I was racketeering. technically. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting, you're getting a narco? Like, uh, like, what was it, a RICO? They were yeah. building a RICO case against you. These, these yeah. stories are alleged. alleged. Yeah. This is hyperbole. Yeah. We're for parody law. Yeah, we're pitching an Amazon series. Yeah, that's, well, that's, again, you know, that might also be why I would start a podcast that no one listens to. Just like, oh, it was just a joke on the podcast. If you're hearing recordings of me talking about <laughs> parody law. Parody law. It's all satire. Hard to tell from real life after Trump. Am I right, everybody? (laughs) Anything I could say might just be a joke. I mean, technically, you were the Marlboro man. Yeah. I think what I think I bought like the cheapest. They're like Kentucky's best or just some weird pyramids. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 you know, people would be like, can I get this brand? It's like, you're fucking 50. You don't get a brand of cigarettes. Take you your play bingo later? Yeah. and shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're you getting go. cigarettes based on what uh what the fort your grandpa was in in world war one <laughs> <laughs> i was my grandfather was a lucky strike man you know, i'm a lucky strike man like, so I'm a lucky strike girl with a fucking I, instinct sweater it'd be hilarious <laughs> if your plymouth reliant just had personalized plates that said cowboy killer that would be <laughs> <laughs> I love that on that card, the personalized plates would have been the only thing holding the car together. Like, like, <laughs> these are nice. Fanciest, yeah. Fanciest the part most, of that Reliant. But the most expensive part is the license plate. Yeah, oh, yeah easily. <laughs> it would have clocked in at, what, 50 bucks back then for one of those? Oh. Yeah, that would have been more than, almost more. Because it was like my grandma's old car and she like, couldn't drive anymore. It was that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So I think I gave her 400 bucks for it or something. And, yeah. Hey, and in 1997 or whenever I actually got that car dollars, that was probably almost like 500 sure. Yeah, $400 is 1997. That's yeah. uh, what it is now. It isn't though. That's the weird thing. You ever watch old shows and sit there with an inflation calculator, like watch Mad Men and be like, <laughs> yes. "How much did Don actually just drop on that car? 50 fucking grand." <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it was back then, like $6,000. Right? 
so you're okay. when you when you said it you're you're done uh, with the the life of crime out of the uh, the uh, super america R- yeah, oh before, right okay so that was yeah, basically the end of, yeah we I, I like that this didn't end like the end of goodfellas like the helicopter <laughs> yeah really flushing fine. the fucking shit in the toilet oh my god i have done so much karen, hey, all right why'd you flush it karen <laughs> she was the original karen flushing <laughs> her stash oh my god but yeah, no, so I just didn't have a job in senior year outside of crime. And then I went, I started going to Normandale Community College. But yeah, I got a job it. as a janitor then for, God, for just some weird outside company that cleaned office buildings at night. Yes. So I'll let you. What did you steal there? <laughs> <laughs> the Two rap sheets on the, at this job. I would most... love that job. And you just like move shit around from desk to desk. Like take somebody's fucking family photos, move it seven desks over. Oh, like I, bring I, a coffee I... mug from a floor up, just bring it two down, and like <laughs> you just put it somewhere. Yeah, I rifled through so many people's shit when they weren't there, like yeah. all the time. It was like running the pockets of your drunk friend. Look, this at guy's got liquor and pornos. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I kept being like, I'm going to find like a little snubby Danny DeVito revolver one of these days. And that might be where I go like, ooh, I'm going to not get my fingerprints on that. You're going to wipe it off? Yeah, <laughs> like your handkerchief. Fiction, just... yeah. <laughs> um, I never found a gun, though. I, I went from being scared that that's what I would find to getting really angry that I never found a gun in the court for like eight months or something. I was like, that'd be cool, a stolen gun. I am a little bit of a gun guy, but whole, none of them are stolen. They all have their serial numbers. I have to abide by the law and keep them locked up and whatever. But a stolen revolver out of someone's desk who shouldn't have had it there in the first place. Ooh, that's that would have been my secret murder gun. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the gun I would never touch without gloves and it would just plant on whoever I shot and be like, check that out. That guy was, you know, live by the gun, <laughs> die by the gun. I heard if, you had that gun if you had that gun, you'd just be riding trains, like just making eye contact with strangers, like crisscross. Yeah. yeah. Crisscross. Are you, are you saying he's going to Charles Bronson this situation? <laughs> oh, my God. Are, are my you saying John is just going to death wish for, like, just he's going to take out the trash? I'm going to clean up this neighborhood by sh- by blundering into car car robberies nonstop while they're in progress, just shooting everyone. God, I, I think that. those movies are where really nutty gun people get their idea that you're going to actually Death solve any problems <laughs> that way. Death Wish Three is the one I will definitely. That was the one where he goes to back to New York, and it is run by a multi <laughs> a multi ethnic punk uh, gangs. And somehow he gets like a belt fed machine gun and yeah, he's yeah, firing so. it gets into a bazooka. Like a it's just, it's just, it's, just, it is just, <laughs> it is such like boomer porn because oh, it's yeah. just, it's just like the, the old white guy killing the, killing the youth. Yep. Look at all of these favorite movies. Someone, someone needs to just strafe them with a World War One grease gun while they like <laughs> run around raping every all the old ladies and his mustache just keeps getting bigger while he's shooting. Exactly. Yeah. He got paid pretty good to be a stunt guy and just get murdered in movies. I know that. Yeah. That would be I um I knew somebody speaking of jobs that was a stunt guy basically for the military like when they did training operations he had to dress up in you know like Arab garb and walk around a fake little town and be like an extra when they were doing training missions yes. or something like that. I'm like that, but he, yeah, that was like just shouting nonsense in yeah. Arabic. Like, yeah, just what would be very, <laughs> very like, racist just like, to oh, dude. on the show. So you like, learned Arabic, bro? No, I just sound, I just yell gibberish with a, with a fucking turban on. 
Well, yeah. the machine gun with blanks. He needed like to Peter learn from Arabic because how else are you million. going to take that Wawa down? Come on. He, he, <laughs> That's true. Not, I'm not going to say this. how I know this person because I am yeah, not like, a CIA asset. Yeah, Camp Littleton's got a little, like they have the bag of dead Wawa set up in a warehouse. They just like <laughs> been running it over and over again. I just have to go the there. Falafel. And... You take out the falafel guy. Then I go down. So what was your favorite thing you found while cleaning those offices? Money. Yeah. <laughs> I found I actually thought about trying to take someone's checkbook and write, but God, I'm a bad person. But I was like 19. I yeah. No one takes checks. You found um, out who all the day drinkers were, too, I bet. Yeah, I found booze. Well, here's the thing that was my favorite thing. If you uh volunteered, volunteered, if you chose basically, like they're like, no one wants to take out, like clean the little cafe, the kitchen area and the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. And uh take out the garbage and stuff which actually it wasn't even bad but the thing was you had to clean bathrooms if you didn't do that so i was like i this sounds like a prison store <laughs> I, I i signed up for the kitchens i didn't want to clean any toilets so it would be a little greasy but i just have to mop it or whatever and then yeah the thing i stole the most was food from there like i would just jack <laughs> and probably it was getting thrown away but but no that's great you might have started some serious work beef <laughs> right like you know, what you oh, not out of the fridge, out of the, out of the, yeah, they had a cafeteria, like an actual, oh, nice. like you go buy hot dogs and stuff. Oh, and that's cool. where I would steal all my hot dogs. That's awesome. There. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. Great. So I actually wasn't robbing anybody's like, yeah, I'd steal money out of their desk. But I, take <laughs> I didn't take their there. lunch. That's a dick Come move. On. Speaking of yeah. hot dogs, speaking of, did you, did you know Relish is just chopped up pickles? Chopped I up heard pickles, that on bro. a training video once when I worked for Burger King and Snoop Dogg came in and taught us. Uh, yeah. Dude, it would have been great if you would have taken someone's work lunch out of the fridge ate it and then put it in someone else's desk that, <laughs> exactly. and yeah. just really started some serious shit like, that's some agent of chaos shit right yeah. there. I know, like, that, again i feel shame for my house and family that you like going that on right people's computers I changing oh, yeah, their passwords. That I didn't get, dude i i did not become anything of a computer guy until like a decade after that i didn't get it at all like if i had known if i was one of those early adopters of oh i know how to like Mm-hmm. boot up Code. DOS systems and just do all like a whatever like well mm-hmm. for one I probably wouldn't have been a janitor but <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I would have been able to go in and see if anyone had porno and stuff yeah that's a great yeah. movie plot the janitor that's hacking hacking yeah. janitor the hacker cleaning computers I'll clean your hard drive yeah. <laughs> the computer custodian yeah the computer custodian I love it I think yeah I think we should, we really, you know, I, w- I want more period piece movies, but not from an actual, like, interesting time, like, you know, from 2002. Just, <laughs> because no one would have had smartphones and you could have just set up stupid shit that would never happen now, but never really got made into a movie back then. Mm-hmm. And I and bet I don't you could use Facebook because... and be like, all right, everyone that has a car from 1997, come park on this block for a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you can get it started. Yeah, you, yeah. We just will tell Flintstones you. Flintstones it over. Yeah. yeah, get a running start with your left foot. I did have a friend once that um, uh, was driving drunk and he ran himself over with his own car. That was <laughs> probably started similarly to my incident, but I think he fell out <laughs> and then the car went over his leg. See, I was that picturing more like one of those old school, like early 1900s vehicles that you had to do the crank thing and then how oh, yeah, you start again. You know, they hold my tall pack. <laughs> Go into the speakeasy. Don't tell the fuzz. Yes. Yeah. It's okay, officer. I'm white. It's 2020, and that still works, Joe. Yeah. 
you don't have to be driving around in a Roger Rabbit car that you know it's like, oh, but your car is speaking with a little bit of a jazz accent. <laughs> you know, it would be great if you get <laughs> pulled over. Oh, 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 about boss. I don't, I don't just movie. like you said, I want bus. Yeah. <laughs> it would Did be great talking... if you got pulled over for a Dewey today and you just, you were like, it's all right, officer. Well, good evening, officer. How are you? Yeah, it's like, I'm, I believe I all my papers are in order. <laughs> I believe my yeah, papers as you are hand him a five. One, two, twenty three, skidoo out of here. <laughs> There's probably a few cops out there that you could convince that you were the victim of a bizarre time traveling incident that you ended up, <laughs> or they would just definitely plant weed on you. Then be like, okay. yeah. everyone will believe me. So you can see by now. my body cam that this man is clearly high. Yeah, this, <laughs> this guy is always talking. Bath salts and wearing like a bowler derby and a bow tie, and his car is talking too. Um, so when you got I done guess... stealing cafeteria hot dogs, where'd you go? Yeah. Oh, man, that this is fun, actually, because I haven't had to think about this in a while. So my next job after that was the first job I got when I moved out of my parents' mm-hmm. house, when I got my first shitty apartment. Mm-hmm. And um, I got a job as a tele-survey person. I wasn't a telemarketer. It was almost just as bad. And that is the job where I learned that if you thought customers that like show up and can walk or at least pilot a rascal scooter are stupid and bad and disoriented... When you just call people, you get people that can't even manage to find their way out of their house. And they don't tend to be super reasonable about anything. And But it would be like when you'd see polls in the paper. Like, that was what we were doing, is uh, collecting. So it'd be like, oh, who do you think is going to win in the, the Senate race? And the da-da-da-da-da. And uh, they'd be like, what are you trying to sell me? And, like, hang up. And, like, it was, it was great. Um, <laughs> and I that was a job, too, where I, I didn't get away with anything because they were – you know, you had to sit there making calls. They'd be monitoring it. They'd yell at me because I would take as long as I possibly could between calls. And they'd be like, hey, <laughs> and you're not sticking. They can listen. And they're all we're all in the same room in these little mini school voting booth cubicle things on the phone. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was a really, really shitty job that I hated. But here's the one funny story of that job. I had that job when I first moved out. I was like 19 or 20. No, I think it would have been 20 because I turned 21 at at that job. Mm-hmm. And I was born September 6, 1980. So I turned 21 on September 6, 2001. Now, a few days later, <laughs> after I thought it was really time to party and be an adult, things got a little sideways. And uh, I was at, I woke up for work and there was planes flying into building. Like, oh, that's probably bad. Good thing I'm a reverend. But I, <laughs> I went to work and we were calling, and what, we were, what we were calling people about well, we were calling businesses about some sort of like water filtration system and how happy they were about it or how they, how they rated or something. Just a thing you definitely need to call and harass someone about. But it was in New York. Oh we were calling God. people. Oh, jeez. We've been doing it all week because I, I think it was on a Tuesday. So we, we were doing it yesterday also. And the, but mostly nobody answered. I'm sure I would call a flaming pile of rubble here and there. Like, I, I don't know because it would have been like, 10 in the morning by then or 11 or something good morning um, ma'am how's your day uh some of the people that answered oh my god yeah they'd be like hey do you know there's a national emergency going on right now and i'm like why'd you answer the phone we gotta keep the lines open we might get a call from giuliani i would the best part though is i would yell back at them it's like that's no reason to be rude you answered the phone yeah i'm i'm waiting to hear from people in the i don't need to talk to you and just hang up yeah, like, wow. They literally thought they were getting a call from like New York Emergency Services with where they were told to go. 
Yeah. Like the, like the, <laughs> and I was like, you're like walking there. across the Brooklyn Bridge and just yelling into their phone. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the lines open. Have you, <laughs> that's all well and good. And I actually do know where your, your wife is, but how would you rate <laughs> the functionality of Avatron water filtration <laughs> systems in the past year? Very good. Somewhat good. <laughs> Just hang up. <laughs> Wait, is this politically motivated or was this just a weird questionnaire? No, company? this was just a company. It was like, how do you think? I think it was to. It was old time... school data mining. Uh, customer yeah. service uh, satisfaction. Yeah. But instead of just watching what you look up on Google or Facebook or whatever. You were you manual cookies. Call people and yell. That, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, you were before <laughs> cookies. You were the, like the first what cookies was before it became yeah. automated. Well, you were doing that, manual. Is it okay, sir, do. if we. Uh, look at all of your uh, viewing on this website. Is that cool if we keep all of this for ourselves? <laughs> Is nobody going to ever call me about it? Then fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect. <laughs> Manual I just have cookies. to click OK. <laughs> yeah, it's easier than talking to me on the phone when I was like 20. <laughs> Manual cookies is my favorite porn star. Honestly, uh, <laughs> Manuel cookies. Yeah, <laughs> Manuel cookies. That's my favorite. Man, Sir, if we could just ask you a couple of questions about the 28th president, Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say he's dandy? <laughs> yes. Horse feathers. Yeah, he's a man's man if I have a new one. <laughs> he's no Teddy Roosevelt, I'll tell you that. I was calling them on that phone that you just crank and hold the fucking <laughs> thing up. Well, like, is this like, Klondike 4? <laughs> you put the, the one part up to the ear, but you still got to speak into the phone part. You have to lay it. Lay it. It's, you know, it's funny. That's what we're doing right now. But <laughs> like, we're just like, hello. Can you hear me? I have headphones. In. Uh, is you... this is this Virginia two one two seven? This is my very first phone call. Is this, is this Zoom meeting two one two nine? Operator, get me the president. He's a bit busy right now. I don't care. Walk over there and ask him. Well, yeah, I I'm a voting citizen. Where... <laughs> you used to be able to just go pound on the White House door. I mean, without wearing like a fur hat with horns or whatever. But like, and they would answer. Like, tell old Thomas Dave, I got something to say to him. Be like, oh, he'll be right down. So, yeah. so John, uh, would you would you say that uh, your 21st birthday uh, you'll never forget? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot it actually pretty hardcore. But four days later, I'd be like, well, the party's over, kid. <laughs> Everybody yeah. was drunk on their birthday on 9-11. God, yeah. It was like, oh, God. I tried to not forget, but I couldn't remember. I was like, what? what? I thought that was holograms. I was watching Alex Jones talk about it. That's not real. Dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, can we get can we get nine eleven shots, please? Can we get <laughs> I love... nine shots of eleven? <laughs> Making nine eleven jokes immediately after it happened was the funniest <laughs> thing. It's like saying retard now, but it was it's even not better. Even too soon. It's just like, oh, geez, bro. There was a time when that second, that give it a day. If someone chuckled at you, like if you know, if it was legitimately funny, you know, laughter is kind of a, a non, you know, it's a reflex. Mm-hmm. And then, but the, the 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 quick rush to the stone face after that, be like, okay, but don't ever say that thing. <laughs> yeah, seriously. No, I remember the, that you said that. I remember in the, the first nine yeah, eleven joke yeah, that yeah, was yeah. tried at, like just after nine eleven because I remember mine. It's Stanhope. Oh, you, oh, you mean your personal life. personal life? Personal. Oh. Someone trying a nine eleven joke in front of you, like just after it happened. It happened in September, as we all know. So Halloween was right around the corner. <laughs> oh, no. And my best friend is like, what if I dressed up as a building and you d- dressed up as a plane and we show up at the same Halloween party that- <laughs> and just bump into each other? 
That, I can't just like, oh, surprise, I ran into you here. <laughs> yeah, right. I bought two costumes that Halloween. And if, this was still back when you could buy, like, I'm an Arab sheik. Like, just like, <laughs> right. not yeah. weird to do that. But, like, I bought that. And then, like, <laughs> I found a costume that was like a like a Red Baron flying ace. So I had, like, flight goggles. <laughs> 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 it's like, guess what I am? You're like, I'm not talking to you ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting canceled before getting canceled was a thing. I know the worst part of that now would be like, oh, that was just racist. Not you did that a month and a half. <laughs> right. Like, oh, the times they have changed. Oh, Oops. well. So where'd you go after the call center? Oh, right. Um, that, ooh, that was my first um, office job after that. And also my first, um, like, I went to like an employment company or staffing something Mm -hmm. it wasn't temp because i was there like for a long time it wasn't just like for a day or two it was a thing and um that was i was doing i was like filling out mortgage paperwork it's like the closest thing to like a grown-up with a tie job i think i've ever ever had Mm -hmm. and uh so what did you steal there um that is where i learned (laughs) people's retirement he stole a new cash he stole a new guys after my last story you're never gonna believe this but remember that this was when the subprime mortgage thing started. You started the subprime <laughs> Wouldn't that have been funny? Like, you would have been like, are you Forrest Gump? <laughs> I knew you were dumb, but I didn't know you were in all these historical things. Uh, I mean, like, no, no, that's just where I learned this. And this is, I disagree with this phrase. But uh, that's where I learned that wage theft is the uh, sweetest plum. And that probably, that's when I finally started smoking weed. I started a little later. And uh, I would just smoke weed at work all day. Um, so that was great, but unfortunately kind of like mellowed me out in the way that it does a little. So I didn't really commit too many active crimes, except for I would just leave early and disappear for lunch for like three hours because we're part of this huge pool of people. And we mm-hmm. were on the honor system writing when we got in and left and took our lunch and stuff. So yeah. I just would lie constantly. I was there about three hours a day <laughs> for like eight hours. Also, you were on the honor system for... Um, how much you've done because again it just came in a big pool and to hire people to make sure that we were all doing as much stuff as we were going to do it i've been hiring the same workforce you know all over again in numbers and so what you did was write down how many things you processed that day and Mm -hmm. i would just lie about that too it had to match how long i said i was there and i got congratulated for being one of the top performers i don't know how to process a mortgage (laughs) Like I would just put the like above and but beyond award every yeah, month. They were like, John is getting a lot of this done, but we're still for some reason really behind. So everyone else needs to be more like John. <laughs> <laughs> so the crime there was uh lying about being able to understand what mortgages are at all and wage theft, which again I think you know that job probably stole more money from me, if we're being honest. And uh, the, the death of unions, you know where we're all at now. But and then also uh, accepting an ill-gotten trophy <laughs> was, was probably the other crime. Just going like, well, because if I was like, no, 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 like, no, I got up. I, I've always had a, like, I'm not very funny as a comedian, but I just, I love public speech. And where else do you really do that randomly? I mean, other than yelling on a street corner, mm-hmm. you, know, you can go, you can go do a comedy show. But I loved it back then. I loved giving presentations in school where I was just making stuff up. It was like, and I'm sure we all maybe have similar stories there. That's just funny, making everybody laugh because I clearly did not read Huckleberry Finn and I'm talking about like they're being a wizard. But um, (laughs) (laughs) And that was like, oh, you don't care whether your attention you get is good or bad. And I'm like, very true. 
Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So I didn't know how mortgages work. I have one now. Finally. I still don't. <laughs> you can't create the subprime. I might have. I don't know. I wish that would have been so the bubbles funny. Actually, maybe That's the part of the destabilizing. He destabilized Target. He took yeah, down. Know. You know what's funny though? I was just. Yeah, I, remember... yeah, I, I just. Uh, I got really high and banged Fannie Mae in the bathroom. Uh, that's what I was just <laughs> thinking of. Though. The mortgage bubble, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Ooh, the mortgage bubble, butt. Um, Fannie's into some butt stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, but I, I actually, from that job, when everyone in 2007 was screaming about Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and everyone's like, what the fuck is that? I was like, I remember that! Like, I do remember actually, like, hearing those words at this job I didn't do for, like, two years. And uh, I did, okay, let me just float a theory, though, because I would just not actually do anything and just put stuff through without writing. I wonder if I had a little part. <laughs> now, like, how did you get a proof I'm going to put a hard like, yes on that. You, you were the snowball effect. You were the first yeah. little trickle down the mountain. Yeah. I think it it looks like they'll approve anybody. It wasn't actually predatory lending. It's just it was they were just going through without without any oversight. Yeah, I was just taking the rejection pile and being like, (laughs) let's give it another look and just throw it. (laughs) Hold on, you guys. Hold on, hold on. I really think that it was not. I think you guys are making this too big. I think it was a lot more simple than that. I think John was quitting the job. And uh, like as he walked out, there were these two light switches. One said Fannie Mae, one said Freddie Mac. And he's just like, hey, fuck you guys. There goes the when every loan gets approved. <laughs> it just the, the auto approved switch that they built for no reason. Like, it, just, it just has a don't touch it. Yeah, it has like a it's like, yeah, it has why do you even have that switch? Of tape with some writing. You really need to put, yeah, just put some tape over it. We're not paying someone to remove this switch. John, one of the reasons I had you on this podcast is actually for a story that I'm going to request from you that I, okay. I, I know, but these two are going to absolutely adore and so are our listeners. And I think you know which one I'm, I'm going to ask about. Okay. Toys R Us. Oh, ring it. Toys R Us. Now. Yes. Let's burn some bridge. You can't burn this bridge. They burn their own bridge. There's this is an unburnable bridge. And if you banged a giraffe in this story, uh, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. Look, no, there was a place I worked for actually about 11 years that was in Burnsville that had a lot of bands play at it where I banged the most co-workers of, I think that's the kind of thing you're not supposed to brag about publicly anymore. Everyone was over 18. No, it's totally, yeah, it was consensual. That was then. You're just telling yeah. a story from back in the day. That was yeah, nine years day, ago. You could have sex with as many co-workers as you want. I will add a quick aside from that job. We were all at the, uh, it was an extension of the city of Burnsville. So we all had to go to this like city sexual harassment training thing. We were all sitting <laughs> in the same thing. You guys banging and, at the harassment training? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, that would have been the bathroom. Harassment training? Uh, we did go to Hooters for lunch and it was the, the <laughs> young women that I was hanging around, hanging around with a lot's idea. And we all went and uh, the, the city the, the, credit card. Oh, yeah. But the best part uh, was that I had one of those. But the best part was that um, we just they would go. They would talk about the rules of not fraternizing with your coworkers, And we would be like spitting out our like seven up from the pop machine laughing at this while everyone would just turn around and look at us because there was just a bunch of old. You know, like just all the, would... the bureaucrats are there too. Mm-hmm. But then there was just the fucking 25 year old piece of shit who's fucking all the 19 year old band camp girls, would... like just <laughs> just every there's time a... they'd be like, don't do this. Yeah, there's an example on the video, and you guys are like turning I around did and that all on the way to your friend. You did yeah, that. Like, oh, they were you just doing that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That's so, yeah, why that... they have this on the video now, dude, because of you. That was later. Um, 
so in 2006, I actually did work at the place in question, but I would get part-time jobs all the time on the side. So I'd be work, I'd be like running sound at night and stuff. And um, at, at this place, I won't name that had all ages concerts in Burnsville, uh, you know, but oh my um, God, I think I won a battle at the bands there. Like, yeah, it was probably being day. judged by a crooked judge who was maybe me. Dude, that was awesome. I, that was like the one time I crowd surfed. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a bunch of pool tables. It was like a rec center for kids. Yeah, it had pool tables for a while. It got really nice actually later on. It was weird. We got like it a was whole super EV. awesome. I think they had like a half court basketball uh, yep. hoop in there. Yeah, it was yep. bananas. It was. Yep. I had a blast, and then yep. I had to just like because I was old enough. Well, no, I was eighteen, so like I I had drinks. Yeah, when in was this? How old myself? Because if you were there, I might have been there too. I so I, I was in a ska band called the Husky Handsomes. Okay. Big nice I, eight piece, and like seven wow. of them were sober, and then me. <laughs> <laughs> were you just the hype man? What's going on? Oh yeah, here? I used to get high. We had over <laughs> like we the house band at the Red Sea Bar, and I would get high with the sound guys in between, <laughs> like on our breaks. And then they'd come mm-hmm. back at like, and then my band would be like, Did you just get high with the sound guys? I was like, No, 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 I was just out for a cigarette. Uh like just wanted to grab a smoke, <laughs> make my voice all raspy. Yeah, never thought I would knock on wood. Scott, I was yeah. like screaming what, Jay the, Hawkins. The band, what was the band's name again? The Husky Handsomes. See, that That's was such the, a Scott that, name. That was oh, the yeah, uh, and we were all that was the lineup. Dudes. That was the lineup I was on last night. It was me, John Conroy, and Nate Abshire. Oh yeah, that is the Husky <laughs> Handsomes. You guys, you guys just need a uh, like a a horn section. <laughs> Back to Toys R Us because I, I they're right. gonna love this. Okay, oh. let me. Okay, so. <laughs> This Toys R Us was a side job. And, and so it was like a holiday temporary. It was intentionally temporary. Um, and so I'd be like weeknights. I'd be there overnight. So, so I was up so late on the weekend doing sound and drugs and my coworkers that, you know, it was, it was normal for me to be up all night anyway. <laughs> and so uh, I was like overnight stocking there. A lot of stealing happened. At this point, it's not even funny anymore. So uh, what, wait, hold on. What were you stocking? What was her name? What was I stocking? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> You said uh, jokes. Yeah. I, I this is the one where you banged a bunch of coworkers. No, no, no. That's the oh, that's the oh, that, that was, was the my one. main job. The, no, no, no. The, this one, yeah. So just stock, yeah, stocking shelves with full of Barbie dream houses and stealing Xboxes and Star Wars figures. Um actually one time we threw me and this kid Gilbert who moved here from Compton, and it was really funny. He was this Mexican gangbanger guy who who'd kind of gotten out. And there were so many stupid little suburban Burnsville kids there that were like how come you left Compton? Because they think it'd be like a fun rap video or whatever because they're white. And he would, every single time, he'd be like, you want to know why? And he'd pull up his shirt and he had all these like blue gunshot wounds, like full scars. And he was like, that's why I left. And then they'd be like, oh, yeah. He got like shot. Him and his brother cut a dude's toes off with a cigar cutter, apparently, like during the... And I was like, at least he's doing something with his life. Like they were out there getting something done. Uh, but yeah, he left. But That's him and- a hustle. Oh God! They, he did was. You, wait, did you hear what the guy did to get his toes cut off? Did, did he like? Fuck, uh, I did they think... fuck Gilbert's sister. No, that's no, what no. you get for fucking with my sister. I think it was money owed. Oh, okay, it was very much that, and that was the okay. thing. And then, that's but cool. then retaliation for that led to him getting like shot up, but then living and then moving, <laughs> and then you know, being like, I'm, 
going to move to Minnesota. Yeah, his it. name wasn't Gilbert. That was some witness protection I, name shit. Yeah, I, I would like, not be able to tell you if that was his real <laughs> name, but I'm going to guess it wasn't because he was like this skin bald, like back when no one had knuckle tats. He had him like Mexican dude with like little round like He German. was the one that gave you your knuckle tats in the back yeah, of the Toys, you know, Us? Toys R Us? because like, I stole fucking, them on Xbox. With like, like a plastic fucking tattoo gun? Like yeah. it's like it's we built, we built one out of like a uh, a little homemaker sewing. Yes, it was. A, yeah, it was a Debbie homemaker <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. sewing set, and you just fucking turn it into. <laughs> just like bite on this man. <laughs> yes, bite on this Nerf voice. football. It's gonna hurt a little bit. Yeah, bite on. Yeah, some Nerf, Nerf or nothing. <laughs> oh, I stole a bunch of Nerf guns. Yeah, that was just a steely job. Holy shit! And we took a whole. Oh my god. One of the things, and this is, I learned a little about crime from Gilbert. Are you the reason that Toys R Us went bankrupt? <laughs> I, I like, witnessed. Is this, is this all fitting into some fucking, like, like bringing down touch? Target. He's bringing down the housing <laughs> yes, market. This is... Housing market. He's bringing down <laughs> Toys R Us. <laughs> Am I the Antichrist and just no one told me? So everything He's I do. bringing down shit. Baghdad. Remind wah, me wah, if wah. I start a business to never fucking hire you. Oh, if, oh yeah, don't hire me. I was going to say, get into business with me. Do not bring me on as an employee. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, exactly. I'm an ideas man. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have skin idea, in the man. game. You ain't gonna steal from yourself. No, and I definitely wouldn't. And like, <laughs> so, yeah. Now that we're saying all, I've never had a reason to sit and just tell all of this stuff in a row. It, it, I mean, there were years. Hey, went it, by, you know, John, I, what I want you to feel is like you're talking to to two to three other reverends. And yeah. you're just getting <laughs> this is this is confessional here. Yeah, but, but you're gonna is, do some hail marys after this. Yeah, we're uh, gonna give you penance, bro. You gotta watch a Riley Reed porno and uh and you gotta smoke three CBDs and Ooh, do one of those Chinese that. fire drills around a baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you make yourself dizzy till you throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that oh Chinese, no, Chinese fire, fire drills, drills when you, you run get out of the car? car. So you're de- you're destabilizing Toys R Us. Okay, yeah. not on purpose. <laughs> well, I'm stealing. Well, but one time though. They got a whole shipment of Xboxes, and we'd been stealing Xboxes and Xbox games like a bunch. So we just took the shipment out of the truck and we were like <laughs> overnight, and then put it into the trash compactor and just crushed them all. That's God. That had to have been so much money. Those we wasted. We were just like, we never got it, and they didn't dig through the garbage. Like that's not what anyone there was about to do. But then they're like, the numbers for the Xboxes are all fucked up. It's like, well, yeah, they didn't even ship that one pallet. I'm sure the numbers are off because we were stealing. God, dude. Sir, that you, was funny. I forgot you guys, about that. <laughs> was that like a Gilbert joke? Gilbert was just you? like, Xboxes, good job. <laughs> were you like, Platinum. fuck this place? Or were you like, oh, man, it's going to be a lot of work to stock those. All and right. then somebody I, was like, what if we I'll just... give you a little bit of the, the moral of the whole story, which is <laughs> I tried to become a guy in a band. I tried to be rock star. That was my only goal. And I had okay. no backup plan. And I needed jobs to keep me afloat. While that didn't happen, and it not happening was fucking everyone's fault. Was so I had to stone? lash out at these bullshit jobs that I'll write about in my VH1 Behind the Music <laughs> or Marilyn Manson-style book someday and talk about all this stuff instead of on a podcast with you guys when I decided to start treating comedy like karaoke every <laughs> once in a while, like, and then therefore made some friends. But, so was yeah. this, Xbox cru- this Xbox game crushing? Was this your, was this your Rolling Stones TV out the, the hotel I- room window? Well, we can do band tour stories also, Which, but I'm yeah. just Which, trying to. Way, that's, a, that's a different podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to stick to this. <laughs> as a very quick side note, uh, okay. any band can now because, like, okay, so the hotels they they 
they only let you open the window like four inches now because they don't want people to kill themselves. And they didn't want people to throw TVs out the window. Right. But now TV technology is so scary (laughs) that you can still, you can Rolling Stones it again. And you just got to slide it out the window like you're putting your credit card in something. Oh, man. Yeah, see, the future is just the past. Fans need to get, and then TVs need to get fatter. Just the ones in hotels, they're going to buy fat TVs. They're going to buy the old ones. Like, what would be funny if they just, like, the 3D hologram projector TVs, you know, in the future have to be these huge square <laughs> wood paneled. Like, the only way just to make the it ones work. In hotels. Yeah. It'll just be, it'll begin to be like the, the phone where you hold the separate piece of your ear. It just, it always comes back around. Um, all right. I'm going to, I'm going to try to get through this story. So, uh, yeah, we flatten all the Xboxes. All sorts of things <laughs> like that happen. Wait, um, they were Xboxes? Yeah, they Xbox were the machines. Games? The Holy shit, dude. Oh, yeah. You caused, de- you might oh, I have even, I, wrecked that, the I, Burnsville. Oh, my God. So you're crushing, uh, you're crushing, you're crushing Xboxes. Right. We flattened all the Xboxes, so that fucked up all their numbers. So when we were stealing, they could never figure out what was going on. And also, but here's the thing. That place shut down, not because of me. It was one of the worst run places I've ever worked at or heard of. Like the way, just quick side note before we get to the main part of the story, I know you, you want me to tell. Um, they would do things like, okay, so the management of like one end of it would be like, these all need to go out. And it's like, yeah, well, but there's no room for them to go out. And they're like, we'll do it anyway. It's like, that's impossible. And what they were trying to do is stick it to some other branch of the management to be like, see, they're not able to get the things over here in time and look at this cluster. But then they would blame us when shit was like stacked up on the floor. Like you're making us do this. And I can see from here. So I had an actual (laughs) hatred for this place. So, so. I would have stole anyway, but I felt way better about it because of all that. And um, so on my last day there, because they they offered people, because they didn't know I was doing this. They didn't know Gilbert would work there for years later. Another friend of mine was there up until they closed down, I think. But I didn't want to stay there. And uh, so they were like, you know, it was Christmas. That's what we were leading up to. It was like a holiday seasonal (laughs) job. And they're like, hey, do you want? No, not do you want. Everyone here. And I would have walked. But it was so funny. And they're like, everyone that does overnights, like, we just need all hands on deck for, like, Black when I was Latin, Black Friday. was, like, the day before Christmas. I don't know. It was some insanely busy day right before the end of the holidays. This was probably, like, the day before Christmas Eve or something like that. And that was, like, after that, we were gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, okay, well, can you all work this day shift? And I was like, I don't want to do that. But then I was like, wait, I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> then I do want to do this. And so do you, Joe, know? what blue felix's name comes from no it was a kind of acid in the <gasps> early 2000s late 90s there's yellow <laughs> felix green felix and i had pictures mm-hmm. of felix the cat the yellow one was a mellower one so he's just like smoking a joint or a cigar mm-hmm. on it or something and the blue felix was the one where the little picture of him he's just holding the sides of his head going ah! and <laughs> that one was the strongest so <laughs> I remember I, talks about this in high me? school, and but I wasn't <laughs> into drugs in high school. I was like, <laughs> so you're, working, you're working December 23rd. Yeah, whatever it was. Day and um, someday like that. And they're like, oh, come in during the day. And I didn't want to. And me and this kid who would always drink in the parking lot on our, our nighttime lunch break, uh, we got a hold of some actual Blue Felix acid. And it was yes. old, too. So it was like, so it was 2006. By then, it wouldn't have been that easy to find. And all I had been finding was green gel tabs that you know, they went down smooth but it felt like it was like a 24-hour trip where you almost started tripping and you kind of couldn't sleep those suck mm-hmm. i don't know so we found the good stuff and uh <laughs> it hadn't degraded any for some reason or another might have been kept in a freezer i don't know this kid was who found it but i was like oh i've heard of this before blah 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 
that's how we made friends. And then we would shrink at work. But uh, so we, we were like, when we have to go in in the morning. And again, the other part of the story was, is I had to work an overnight and then that ship. They're like, there's no exception. So I was really pissed. I was like, so I just have to be awake for 24 hours or more. Or something like that. Like, well, you better figure it out. And I was like, well, I know I can't sleep on acid. I figured that out. That, that was the green gel tab aside. And I'm like, well, but if I'm going to you know, use it as a stimulant, I might as well you know, also be tripping. And because uh, I hadn't started doing coke yet. So <laughs> I, um, no one ever had me back then. But so we were like, well, we'll just take this and we'll be good to go all day. And uh, we did in the parking lot before we went out to the car. And this is back when I would like drink with psychedelics. And I know now that it's like, yeah, you're not really getting the best of both worlds that way. Yeah. But I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. The mm-hmm. fuck? There was no in- there was, uh, Hamilton uh, pharmacopoeia <laughs> wasn't there to be like, uh, don't mix. Yeah, you were your no. own scientist. You were your own doctor, John. It <laughs> yeah, was I was just like drugs. You know, I felt like I discovered something new that, you know, we didn't learn from John Belushi. He's like, did you know you could mix different drugs together? Wow. This is great. <laughs> Probably that never led to anything bad. Just drug mythbuster over here. Yeah. Well, I'm alive, which is something. But so we took acid in the parking lot and we had it was there was like kind of an hour between shifts and opening or something. So we got a little break because I think that was the only way to make it legal. So we just took the acid right away and sat in the car for a while. And we got it can, you know, the uptick of those things, as we know, can be either like two hours, four hours, 20 minutes. It kind of depends. The thing that I think I've noticed Although I have no education in this formally or anything, but it's like, it seems like the stronger it is, the faster it comes on. That seems to be the case. And we were getting the giggles after about 20 minutes. It was, it was <laughs> getting a little my scientific like, research. Oh boy. Like we were looking at the sun come up and I was like, what are you laughing at? And then I started laughing and then we didn't talk about what we were laughing at. And we laughed at that. <laughs> all right. Oh no. Okay. All right. And then like getting out of the car was like, <laughs> it's time to go put the first steps on the moon. And yeah. We go in there and it's like it was nowhere near hitting me as hard as it did like an bum, hour from now. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like a Judd Apatow movie. Bum, 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 bum. So we're like, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this, we can do this. And we're like, all right, all right. <laughs> the little go the in. fucking Toys R Us doors open. Oh my Duh. god! I'm like, I you guys I remember like into the fluorescence. Oh, it's so bright and colorful. I remember being a little kid and getting like a Super Nintendo game and just being like, wow, Toys R Us is cool. And then I just looked at this bright, sparkling, colorful utopia with nothing but spite and bitterness. Just <laughs> walking, just walking like, slow mo side by side, oh. and you think that you're walking slow mo, but everybody's just like in real time around you we were like trying so hard mostly just not to laugh we we're just like okay we had that red keep it together face thing just like okay Look okay at, you knock a ring pop out of a little kid's hand like, yeah like oh yeah hang on though like so like we had to go get we never had to wear uniforms or just show up in a metal t-shirt and be like because we were the overnight people <laughs> so they're like you need uniforms it. and name tags. so i found a giant like it was like a triple XL that went down to my knees, like Elfin and the Chipmunks. So I thought that would be funny. I was like, "Look at me!" And he was wearing one that just had like one button, like when Curly from the Three Stooges wore a suit that was way too small for him, and he had kind of a belly. And so it was just like we looked so fucking stupid. And I found a name tag. No, not found made because they they had a little printer thing. Yes. The permanent one. Yes. So that this was two thousand. This was two thousand. Well, it might have been 2007. I remember because someone brought what this up. Your acid name? My acid name, because a certain movie had like just come out. I think it was the summer before that winter. So I put my name as McLovin, which at the time on acid, <laughs> I thought was the funniest thing anyone on earth had ever done. It's, it's a little funny. 
It's it is funny. I was really hoping in the context of 2006. It's oh yeah, yeah. And also in the context of being on Blue Felix Acid, it's yeah. I was really hoping for Felix. You guys both went as Felix. my thought processes were now like just yes. all over the place. And so he, <laughs> I was actually like, I did that. And he was like peeing his pants, my friend Danny laughing at this. And then his, and he beat, cause this was acid humor at this point. So his was just a bunch of like numbers and letters that were all random. And I was like dying. I was like, I wish I would have done that one. And he's like, no, you're McLovin. And yeah. He's just like X's and J's and question marks. Like, <laughs> he just let us like, make our it's own. It's like what, they, what Elon Musk named his kid. Yeah. It was him and Grimes' kid. That's <laughs> the they named him after him because they were at Toys R Us that day. Uh, that's why there's a triangle in kid's name. But, so yeah, we, we fucking looked like buffoons with ridiculous name tags, and like we didn't know what to do, and they didn't have the management power because again, they were making the overnight people just work oh the God. aisles during the day. Mm-hmm. So there was not enough people working there to fucking manage or teach us or just nothing. So we just wandered around like, oh. <laughs> and I would like just Ripping go up the toys are us. Yeah, and it was like the weird thing was is it and it was, on a certain amount of drugs it would have been really terrible. And this is people on TikTok were thirteen. Like that's tell me what you've never really done acid without telling me you never. You shut up, you little bitch. And like <laughs> you've never done anything. And so, but the thing was, is I was so far past having that one foot left in reality that it was not making me paranoid or scared or or anything. I was like, I could have been doing this in like the you middle broke of the through. Zone. You guys are just walking around tripping. Balls. I don't want to grow up. I just want to be a kid. You're just like singing the old Toys R Us theme. From I, the the, pink, no, the human pink noise of the crowd sounded like a weird, like distorted John Williams orchestra. It was, I was just like, it was like, it was a lot, but it was so much that it was fun. Bikes it did not derail me into just hiding in the corner. So I'd walk around to like go up to kids and we're like, look, because this I still had just a whole head of Rob Zombie dreadlocks and like a weird Madonna Wayne Gacy double beard thing. Was, I looked all weird and I was just like, I'd be like, hey kids, oh, and the parents would just be like, don't do that. And I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. I'd like run away and just climb up on ladders and I was just sitting there like rocking out, like just whole, you know, when you can't even eat a burrito because you're squeezing it all. You like, popped like, out of the bike section and you were like, booga, booga, booga. Yeah, yeah. I would just walk around and be like, Customers and stuff would be like, hey, where's the... And it was like the Charlie Brown teachers. Like, blah, 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 blah. And my response would be like, oh, I think it's up there. I gotta go over here now and just run away. And like, um, do you guys have any Barbie dream house in the back? And you just turn around and you're just like... Bleh. I tried to, I would try to ride a big wheel and I couldn't figure out how to do it. I was so like... I was like, there's pedals just are like everywhere under my feet and I'm all tangled the wheel up. wheel in like, the front is too big. Like this bike is all... Oh, I laughed at like... I was laughing. Some lady, this is, I don't know. I laughed at a lot of people like, right. So I think they, they gave me the benefit of the Their doubt face. that I wasn't really doing that. Yeah. Cause some lady had Lee press on nails on her. I thought she did. I don't know. But like, well, you have fingernails on your fingernails. And she was just like, oh yeah. Fingernails is the quote of this fucking episode. Yeah. Acid me could not handle that. And I was telling her, like, have you ever thought about this? And she's like, you just walked up to me at a store wearing a, 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 a Toys R Us smock that's down to the, your ankles. And your name is McLovin. And Danny, I don't even fucking know. Like, I think he kept drinking, which probably took the edge off the trip. I was like, I'll throw up. I can't. I don't. Uh. 
And yeah, uh, I, can't, I, I can't stop laughing at you got fingernails on your yeah. fingernails. It's one of the funniest <laughs> acid quotes. I couldn't believe I'm like, think about that, man. Like, dude, she's still telling this story at Christmas. She's like, hey, remember when you were a kid and I went to go get you one of those cabbage patch things? Yeah. And I like, and I went faces. to get it. And remember, Jerry, you were there with me. And that, that man crazy, came up. That crazy employee from Toys R Us came up and asked me if I had his fingernails on my fingernails. Then he climbed a ladder, just started laughing. <laughs> yeah, 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 he just started ooga boogaing again. Yeah, <laughs> like, ooh, like yeah, I was like, kids are funny. They're like little people, and everyone's like, yeah, we know that. Like, what? <laughs> like, they're they're like, like little people. Yeah, there's little people everywhere. I kept saying and stuff like just constantly having these observations, like I was in a zoo. And the customers were animals, and I was like a person at the zoo instead of being an employee. (laughs) I have never been more envious. We've done a hundred and like fifteen episodes. I have never been more envious of a job. Just eating acid and working at Toys R Us sounds like the greatest day of employment ever. It was actually kind of. It shouldn't have been good. It actually should have horribly backfired. But (laughs) I will tell you, it was fucking video games. It's the biggest toy store there is. I would have just been like running around doing the. The, the Toys R Us commercial. By the way, I'm in a cold I would have cut from started Willy Wonking like <laughs> fucking toys at kids. I oh, would not so much. So, Joe, my hands like didn't work. Joe, Joe's name tag would have just said Jeffrey the Giraffe like on it. Uh, and then, like, I, that's me. I would have cut one of the big one of the big giraffe stuffed animals heads off and then just wore it all day with like little <laughs> eye holes and been like, "Hey kids, it's the biggest <laughs> toy store there is." Just freaking out little children like this. They might have liked it. Yeah, well, the best part is with so for much, a new bicycle. It's so much chaos that I think people would, were kind of just assuming that whatever was happening was supposed to be happening. Which, <laughs> is was the this one some thing. kind of promotion? This yeah, they're why, like, oh, this is fun. Like, this I, is we're why just we don't go to Toys R Us anymore. Yeah, no, like, they, this is why we shop at Target. Yeah, <laughs> it, we, yeah, that place, place is we so can't get tobacco anymore too. at. You know, the place we can't yeah. buy smokes. Yeah, their their kids. Those kids just sell us a secret. <laughs> and this is illegally. the reason why you can't get cigarettes at Toys R Us. I know. I can't wait until I have Alzheimer's and I start blending all these stories together all fucked up. You used to be able to buy cigarettes at Toys R Us, but they stopped selling them when I started stealing subprime mortgages. Like, what? <laughs> Grandpa, I don't think any of that's true. Oh, uh, geez. Give, give Grandpa a little bit of his sleepy juice. Yeah. Which is cocaine. It, it, it just does, needs yeah. a little. Yeah. It's like, it works it, opposite on me now. Yep. It gives you sleepy brain. Because uh, I have Alzheimer's, and that's what it does. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's kind of the only place that that story goes. Is that, and then, but I didn't get fired, and I didn't get asked to leave. Like nothing happened. <laughs> I just punched out at the end and just went. You just clocked like out and left. Hours. Didn't steal any money. I got a ride from. I couldn't drive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, legally, but I, I was like, I was like, dude, I am still. I have like eighteen fingers. Like I can't drive a car right now. <laughs> like no, no, no. It was all reverby and blurry and you know when you see and like reverb it's like oh my god i, I have like looked over into the past started like and you're like jacking fucking cootie balls from. down the aisle just to see the trails yeah. <laughs> well that was the yeah the the the, the trails on everything because i would like shoulder check shit onto the floor and i'd see it like oh and it would like slow motion echo trail onto the crown and be like oh and just like whack it down the <laughs> like look at it slide for what felt like an hour <laughs> it felt like I was there for like my whole. I'm probably still there right now. In this, <laughs> real at all. This is the exit interview. <laughs> yeah, we're like, 
why am I? Why are you on a screen? You guys are actually here. You're all Toys R Us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you, we just got done watching the security camera footage <laughs> that you laughed at the entire time. <laughs> We're about like, to you're in you. big trouble, young man. <laughs> yeah. Boy, are you in big trouble? Hmm. Why? Like, all I did was steal cigarettes and s- sell weed out of this gas station. Do you know what work. you well, did, young man? You almost put <laughs> Toys R Us out of business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I will I will repeatedly say they put the fucking selves out of business. I stole 100%. and I took drugs at work, but they ran that place so shitty that I was able to do that. Like, <laughs> exactly. I able to crush a pallet of Xboxes right off the truck and have no one be able to figure out what happened. Like that should be impossible. It would have been so great if you got the guy that was uh that drove the truck and unlot and unloaded the pallet of Xboxes with the hand cart. You're like, yeah. yeah, just put him in this room. And he's like, this seems like one of those compactor rooms. You're like, no, 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 we gotta we gotta this is a storage space. Where we check it in. Well, the thing was though, is there was a, a, a warehousey door and the truck just backed up to the door and that mm-hmm. back room concrete floor warehouse thing was also where the trash compactor was so we just <laughs> took them on the little easy. skiff thing turned like this uh yeah i don't remember when gilbert screamed xboxes but we just like rolled it into the thing and he just flattened <laughs> them all like it was like the funniest thing in the world you ruined christmas for, for a so many kids to a for like a hundred kids it was, it was like huge <laughs> like i had to hop, like i would have had to have hopped up to put my like chin on t- it was like what you know like a full pallet of these things. I don't know how many a pallet holds because, again, I didn't do my job. But it felt like it was like 50 to 100 or something. It was way more than like just 20. I know that because there was like 20 per side almost. God, we wrecked so many of those. They're the green, the original. Yeah, you know, yeah. Back then. Oh, yeah. that's, that is so delightful. We mashed well, them up real good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's where did I work at? Or what were you gonna ask? I was gonna say, well, John, we we don't just exist on this podcast to talk about um, former felonies. Okay, uh, things that we. Uh, well, I uh, have been misinformed. Stores. No, we don't. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, this is. I think you set a record, John, for most potential felonies. Yes. If these stories were real, awful and history. Not, yeah, yeah, and not, not just fiction followers. that you wrote in as in a in your youth. You know what the worst part is? Is either like. Either I'm an actual bad person, but if someone's like, oh, th- this guy's lying about all this stuff, then I am so much more creative than any of my detractors. Yes. <laughs> right? Have you believed yeah. if I was just making all this up? Your next comedy album just has to be titled Allegedly, and you just tell <laughs> all these stories. I should never put out a comedy album. But if I For do, entertainment it probably should yes. be <laughs> definitely called that. I almost called the podcast uh, something, uh, either the John Wheeler Fraudcast or the... Uh, <laughs> I just went with my name just so people could find it more easily if they want to look, but yeah. Well, John, we don't just exist on this podcast to tell the stories okay. about working at Toys R Us and, and, <laughs> and everything else between, because God, we've, we've been going for a while, but oh, yeah. we also exist to battle the scourge that is known as Karens. Mm. But before we go into our next segment, John Wheeler, how would you define a Karen? Oh, God. Very, very clear-cutly the the people that grew up in like the boomer generation in this country are the there's egyptian pharaohs that would have their jaw on the floor at the, the level of privilege and, and wealth and everything <laughs> that was just handed to these people and also i was reading this whole thing about this how um retail it, the origins of retail when it stopped being like just the guy owns the store and you go down and you see the guy at, at mike's that's mike there he is or maybe one of his sons and it became like, oh, there'd be department stores owned by big companies. That was new at one point. Mm-hmm. And what they tried to offer was a little taste of actual wealth 
to the middle class, which used to be more of a thing. So they'd be like, oh, the the spitting on the employees is not a bug. It is a feature of what the original sales pitch was. Like, oh, they'll they'll be right there to shine your shoes and jerk you off like while you wait, like mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. You, you get to pay them and look down on them. And some of them are even white. And doesn't that make you feel special? And like, <laughs> that's what retail is. So mm-hmm. the people that were like kids, when that was first or in the midst of, you know, ramping up and going on in the 50s and 60s, they go shopping now and people are like, you're going to have to start treating me like a human being and my hair is blue. They're like, oh, and they're just they can't believe it. They've worked their whole life, you know, just like everyone else on Earth world history. They've worked their whole life <laughs> just for people to not wait on them hand and foot while someone is going to lose their job. That is how I define a Karen by the article I read that may have been made up there. <laughs> well, each and every week. We look at different Yelp reviews, Google reviews, uh, Facebook reviews. Sometimes they're tweets, Facebook posts, or even handwritten notes. And it's a segment we call the Karen of the Week. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, Karen. This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. Oh, my God, This is Karen. I'm your boss. Oh, my God, Karen. I'm your boss. That's true. Each and every week, uh, fellow contributor, third mic, and general saint of a human being, Rebecca Wilson, uh, dramatically reenacts one of these Karen complaints. And here's Rebecca with the Karen of the week. I am absolutely furious. I stopped by Food Lion today. I don't do a lot of couponing at the store, but... I seen they had the Galbaldi cheese on sale for $3.99 and the smaller one was $2.99 and I wanted to use my six coupons I have for $1.50 off Galbani cheese. The cashier told me I could only use one coupon because they can't double coupons. Ugh! I told her I am not doubling coupons. She then said it reads only one coupon per purchase. At this point, I am fuming. I then said I'm using one (laughs) coupon per purchase. She then went and got her manager, and the manager informed me the same thing the cashier did. (sighs) Okay, people in line are now getting a show because I blow a gasket and told her I have never had this problem (laughs) last time I came there. She said, well, Ready for the I'm show. the new manager, and I'm not taking the coupons. Oh! W-G-H, tell me, couponers, am I wrong? Please tell me because I'm going to call corporate. Thanks in advance. Yes. Yeah, that was from an extreme couponing Facebook page. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, you know what? I'm, I'm totally down with extreme couponing. And like, How many fucking pork loins did this bitch try to get? It was, it was cheese. <laughs> Uh, trying to buy the fancy cheese. Yeah, it's so it was pork flavored. So what you do is <laughs> you make seven. Per- you can't go in line. What fucking what what era could you? This isn't nineteen. Like it's. Like, I heard you're a fan of that song. Seven coup and seven different purchases. <laughs> this is nineteen seventeen. It's because of that show. Seventeen in the future. 
the the extreme couponers show have you guys seen that i assume oh yeah part of it. the apparently a lot of that was staged to the point where it does not work like that at all right but everyone's <laughs> like oh i could end up they'll pay me 19 cents at the end for this three carts full of groceries that right absolutely right. was like every other uh i work on the back end a little bit of reality tv for like a half second there and my god none of, not you're like it's fake i'm like it's faker than that and you're like this fake mm-hmm. faker than that by like a mile the midgets so none of that the little people on little people atlanta they were regular sized people yeah those are just, <laughs> we just did a, we did a, a fucking what that that uh that Wayne brothers they did the Lord of the Rings. They did the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they did the Force Perspective. Baby, yeah, dude. Hey, uh, John, I don't know what you're up to, uh, but maybe you want to take a weekend and uh, we could go down and destabilize a food lion. <laughs> yeah, that place Let's seems like they're getting the a little switches. too big for their britches. So yeah, we're gonna go on behalf Flip of that the pair. coupon switch. All coupons work. <laughs> All coupons, yep. double coupons forever. Yeah. But back to this back to this Karen though. Like she's sitting there, she even admits I had I had a little bit of a meltdown in the grocery store. I kind of lost my SHIT. Oh no, I love narcissism though. Everybody in the line. Okay. Since I'm copying to it, which means I'm doing you a favor by even admitting that I might have gotten a little out of line. Any of you would have done the same thing in my place, and there's nothing wrong with what I did at all. But you know how no. cancel culture is. Now like- everybody's getting a show. Yes. Yeah, I that was my favorite line. Everybody's getting a show, but she's acting like a headliner. Like no, <laughs> like the lane should be closed after her. Yeah, she she headlined. I'm closing this lady. Lane. You're walking the room when she was uh, walking the line when she was done with her tirade. That was uh, a bad guy personal- came with a cape and put it over her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was her personal walk the line. Right. It- Walk the lion, the uh, food lion. Ah. And much like trying to take a sale item and then coupon it, sometimes we have to ask ourselves, gee, why did it fail? Why did it fail? Well, I wanted the fancy oh, cheese. Way. Everything was away. <laughs> I had my down. I had my button down. I thought I was here to oh. stay. I thought I was here to stay. Now, now I have to figure out why. Gee, why did it fail? G-Wide It Fails is a segment that we do where we look at different uh, restaurants, chains, food items. Uh, and as we've switched over to the Zoom format, it's been pretty much commercials and, uh, of course, training videos. Uh, we, uh, we, we've discussed a lot of fun ones. And this one is this one's a fun one because we're going back to the 1970s. We're going on the Wayback Machine. Oh, I was I like I was like, who's next? Who did Burger King get next to shill hot dogs? <laughs> no, like a dumb snook. Unbelievable. Yeah, like this nightmare is a, fuel. Well, this one is also this one kind of goes back. It's a 1970s McDonald's employee video. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. We're going uh, back to our roots. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> making fun of McDonald's, I mean, that's it's a little shooting fish in a barrel, but. Remember, this is this is a training aid. This training aid is for exclusive use by licenses of McDonald's System Inc. Hello, everyone. I'm Willard Scott. My face is a rapper. I made my own. (laughs) I made my own uh, clown costume out of McDonald's garbage. Have you ever seen a clown? I haven't. (laughs) So this is. (laughs) 
this is proof that like again they they try remember so we, if you, if you listen to our podcast you understand that a lot of these videos these training videos they're trying to use music and 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 sketch they're connected with the kids to connect with the kids and this is definitely in that same realm well, let's let's learn about teamwork in mcdonald's in the 1970s yes. shall we Oh. <laughs> oh, turn this up. This is some voyeuristic oh, shit. God. They didn't sign up for this commercial. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Your life is gonna suck from now on. You work at McDonald's. <laughs> All these people. <laughs> Make you happy and gay. Oh boy. Those guys are about to commit a murder. <laughs> yeah, they're covering one up. <laughs> was the 70s wanna... the last decade where gay was used unironically? Never so. happy and gay. <laughs> this is back Ooh. when you could smoke in a McDonald's. Right? Yeah. And back when you might see one wearing a tie in McDonald's who isn't like the exhausted manager with yellow pit stains. When did we stop paper hats? We need to get back to paper hats. Yeah, those were so demeaning. I liked feeling above yes. employees. You wanted to get out of that job because you're like, no more paper hats. I want a job where, oh, we don't have to wear a paper hat here in the bank. This bank was just purchased by McDonald's Systems. Or whatever the scary ass <laughs> fucking name is. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to McDonald's Bank. Welcome to the machine. <laughs> we'll keep all your McNuggets in a box. Yes. He just committed a murder. Yeah. Now he's coming to McDonald's. That's post murder. Murder makes me hungry. I need I need some fries and a Big Mac after I commit murder, so look at all these minorities serving these old white people. Have we seen a white dude? Catch it if you can. can. Well they're all (laughs) Yellow because of the fucking seventies ass. Yes. <laughs> it's actually. I it's, swear, one of those broads. The seventies when everything was yellow and brown. Oh, everyone smoked of all the inside. Smoke was tar, yeah. <laughs> there, there was one of those broads that was like sitting there with like a very awkward smile, and I swear it it looked like she was writing a note to leave at the McDonald's because like she's been kidnapped. Oh, that's yeah. McDonald's sex like, trafficking her. Yeah, there's sure. human trafficking going on. <laughs> Why McDonald's. else would you be dressed in a suit in a McDonald's if you weren't trafficking fucking teenagers? Yes. You, gotta, you, you gotta feed your kidnapped something. McDonald's. Hi, good to see you. Yeah. May I help you? You, you not kidnap people because you don't think you can afford the food? Because your victim needs to eat. <laughs> 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 The the nails on nails is your favorite. That's mine. Because your victim needs to eat. <laughs> Children and victim were pretty interchangeable in the seventies. So. Do you have a girl in your basement? And does she not want to be there? Yes. Are your secret people hungry? <laughs> Are they complaining about food? Like about oh, bread and water? The people under the stairs need to eat something. Holy fuck! <laughs> I'm making a fake McDonald's this, commercial. This, this, this face. Sign oh, on this face. This is the guy. This is the guy. Oh yeah, that, he that did is it. totally the guy. The he did it. Right there. I the guy is 23 did, years old. He did it. That's that's, that's 1970s. That's 23. Al Capone's yeah. great grandnephew. <laughs> yes, it's Al Capone's uh, my, ghost. Hello, my name is Jesse Capone. 
He still talks like this. It's 1970, but he's like, my grandfather taught me to speak. I'm the product of why he got syphilis. (laughs) Yeah, I was born with it. It's not just Maybelline. I learned from my grandpa. You should always do your taxes. That's, let, let's don't learn a condom and don't go to the doctor. <laughs> let, let's learn some customer service skills, shall we? This was the guy from a syphilis commercial. <laughs> this is syphilis pregnancy. <laughs> yeah, his that's my favorite. That's my favorite punk band is syphilis. Syphilis pregnancy. pregnancy. I love <laughs> they were so good at warp tour. Elk. Yeah, Elk my ska band just... opened for them. Al Capone just jerked off into a pile of syphilis pus. And this guy <laughs> grew out of it. <laughs> Would you like some French fries with your order, sir? Would that be three filet, two cheeseburgers, and four cokes? Good morning, sir. May I take your order, please? No, we don't. How about a chocolate shake? That'll be fine. A coke? Yes, sir. Here you are, sir. And come back soon. May I help you, please? Thanks, Bill. Okay. Thank you. Look how polite everyone is. Well, pretty busy. What I maniac wish I wait, 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 wait. Don't talk don't talk over this part because this is that's that's how it's supposed to go, you guys. <laughs> oh, that's how it's supposed oh, to go. Oh, are we gonna see what not to do? Yes, now we're gonna I'm show fucking how it's way pumped be. for that. Please tell me that what not to do is white people. <laughs> <laughs> They're white employees. They're the, do not make the eye contact with your white betters. <laughs> <laughs> and and our African American Galant. Good morning, sir. May I help you? And yet, it wasn't always this way, was it? I mean, as far as you were concerned, remember how it used to be not too long ago? What do you have? It is a white dude. Is that all? What did you say? I said four hamburgers. Well, is that all? (laughs) Can I have a cheeseburger? Is that all? Shut up, you little dick. When you start paying slaves, they mouth off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little. I, I, I wish he would have got a little sassy with the fucking kid. Oh, it gave, there's more. Fucking prick. There's more. You're better than me. What are you for? Listen, there's you little more. shit. Yeah, look yeah. what you did, you little. Let jerk. it happen. Just, just. You don't even know your father. <laughs> you think that, that's your real dad? <laughs> he took you to McDonald's. <laughs> Now what? This guy's gonna get big mad. This guy's Good. getting big mad. Tony's a problem. Oh, I have to wait here. <laughs> I said I can't hey. have a cheeseburger. What do you have? I never ordered. Shut your face. Oh, I want. And I said, talk to me when you get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Is this guy like on lunch break from announcing a golf game? <laughs> <laughs> the part order. in that guy's hair is the worst. Look at the part in this stupid motherfucker's hair. No, that's glued on his head. He has no hair. It's, yeah. That's not. What do you no have? human can grow hair. I like never that. ordered Cokes. I wanted milkshakes. <laughs> For crying out loud, will you hurry up? Where did that kid go? I've had some French fries. If I wanted fries, I would have asked for them. Just give me what I ordered. Huh? Come on, Bill. A little hustle, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. This is 2022. Yeah, is this a training manual for the customers? And in the future. Don't act like this, you piece of shit. When customers feel they are entitled. (laughs) You're lucky to get that burger. I said I ordered milkshakes. Hey, I I thought this was a fast food restaurant. If I wanted fries, I would have ordered them. What is this? Okay, I got to suck to get some French fries around here. I want to point something out just real quick. Is this, or I want to make a prediction. Is this... They're like, this is what it used to be like. Is this one of those corporate like apology 
Because remember when SA did that, you've got my word on it thing. And they're like, the coffee will not be full of boogers and dirty. And there won't be garbage on the floor at the Super Oh, America. that was the shittiest Domino's did the same it. thing. Remember when Domino's did that? They're like, oh, we're sorry. This place used to suck. We used to we suck. And yeah. we acknowledge that. Take a picture of your pizza if it doesn't look perfect. Yeah. Is that that one? Arrange the pepperonis into a pentagram like I specifically yeah. typed into the online thing. <laughs> Right. Nothing pizza with left beef. That was <laughs> God, what does he expect from me anyway? Seventy-nine cents. Man, this job sucks. Is that all? I'm only making enough to buy a house and a car without a loan. <laughs> I'm only putting my, myself and my girl through college with this. Yeah, it's like a, I'm only feeding four of my twelve kids off this job. Boy, what do they expect? Giving us a livable wage? Yeah. Can't believe we only get hundred fifty thousand. I can't believe minimum McDonald's. wage is only seven twenty five in nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, it would be about a hundred dollars an hour now. <laughs> I make more than a doctor. Yes, now. the old job wasn't much fun, was it? You used to ask yourselves, "How come I always get the old grouches?" You, you're not the only one. Look at that old grouch. Yeah, it's. Uh, have you seen my McDonald's commercial? I played old cunt number one. <laughs> I was told this was a commercial for Monopoly. Yes, it's, I played grouchy bitch in a silly hat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the, the last face you see before you walk out. I thought this was the guy that like wasn't he part of the original Blues Brothers? It's, yep, there he this is. This guy's about to solve a murder. <laughs> Well, he is, he's tracking those sex traffickers. And one more thing. <laughs> this is what happens after you get cut from your television show as a British detective. <laughs> Turn in your McDonald's monocle. I'm going to McDonald's. I need to get a better agent. Wise guys. That's why we're getting here. Our wise guys. Why is everyone in such a hurry? Oh, wise guys. Wait, did she say white guy or wise, wise guy? Wise, wise guys. guys. Dude, He's I, a white French fries, guys. apple pie, and a coffee. Make it snappy touch. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey uh, why don't you sit on my finger? <laughs> I'm sitting on Grandpa's lap, like, like, chocolate pudding. Yeah. <laughs> I wish this was more racist. I know, right? Like, yeah, it's like, uh, <laughs> hey, how about uh, you be quick with the coffee and uh, let me make babies with you like I'm Thomas Jefferson? You want a little cream in your coffee there, Tuts? Yeah. He did say Tuts. And what am I, a mind reader? Uh, from now on, I just don't care. Yep, nothing seemed to go right. Did you used Early to care? No, no, back in the day, they used to. Now they God. hire people that never cared in the first place. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, still, there's still 13 seconds. We, we can make it through. We got this. What could you do but, like you said... Adopt a don't-care attitude. Why try to be pleasant when all you get is a grunt? You know, you would have so much more fun with this job if you just took some Blue Felix. The, the, the grunt of a customer who just came in his pants because he gets off on berating. Like, uh, burger, fries. Soils sir, your three-piece suit, sir. Are you jerking off right now? <laughs> Pocket pool's been outlawed in McDonald's since just late last grunting. year. He's just wearing an overcoat. Just, yeah. trying, to, just, just trying to make the special sauce. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I hope they still remember the days when you could Same grab street. a woman's ass and she wouldn't get angry with you. <laughs> she had to stuff does. it deep down inside and die of early onset cancer from stress. Well, if she did want to keep that job. Yeah. Remember when the, 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 the coloreds and the women couldn't talk back? We're building that again at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was one white guy behind that counter. He was during the goofus part. Yeah. It was during the, like, in the, in the, we don't <laughs> the do this anymore. The goofus of the goofus and galaxy. Yes. Yeah. Don't do what Donnie don't does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that, you know, the funny thing is, too, is like, we would look at it now, like, oh, look at all the diversity they're showing, but it's just because I can't only believe they had diversity in the 70s. The, yeah, I, they're all behind the counter, but look, they're working their way up. Like, it's yeah. like does, does anyone else want to just take the audio clip of that little Spanish lady uh, dealing with the British detective at the end? Like, it's is it vice guys? Like it's, it, I love that clip. This is my I'm new favorite. This wise guys, the wise guys. I only get the wise guys. Yeah. What is the lesson that they're trying? Like, if you adopt a more <laughs> be positive, nice, be if, if you adopt a positive attitude, everyone will stop being a grouchy yeah. fat piece of shit at McDonald's because that's yep. never happening. It was a before and after, but they did it the opposite way. They right. should have showed the angry part first, and right. then. I wish we could we take this video and then make an after video for it from when they, they brought back the Szechuan sauce after that Rick and Morty. <laughs> and then everybody just like, like fucking, the people jumping like on the, the counter and yeah, shit. the videos of people fucking grabbing the fucking McDonald's employee through the drive through window yeah. because they didn't like it's, get their fucking yeah, the sauce. before and after is like the pleasant thing they showed first. And they're like, and now McDonald's is open till 1 a.m. And just like the drunken insanity that yeah. happens at a McDonald's at 1 a.m. Are there people getting into armed altercations in the drive through? <laughs> the worst problem used to be someone being a little rude. Remember when McDonald's was like this? Now there's a gun in your face <laughs> because McDonald's won't take an EBT card. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> This is this oh. has been a delightful episode. <laughs> this may be awful history because this might be the longest episode we've ever done. Uh, I've been a part of a lot of those. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I think it's I think it's time we uh, eighty six the podcast. But Somebody before, call Guinness before we do. Oh, I want a Guinness. We have one last segment, John, and this one is okay. called Human Yelp Reviews. That's for <laughs> you, John Wheeler. You get to review the podcast. Uh, you can do it out of a five star metric, or you can use as many stars as you like. Uh, you can either review us individually or you can review the podcast as a whole and whenever you want to start. Well, I'm going to give it four and a half out of five stars. Hell yeah. The, the only reason that the half a star is missing is because I actually have never used Zoom before. I've, I've used, uh, uh, you know, like Facebook, whatever. The, the peripheral, like I downloaded it earlier and I was hoping that it would be this magical thing that felt more like I would basically. Okay. All right. Fine. I'm, I, I am getting a little drunk. <laughs> so my review is, I wish, I wish I was there in person because this would have actually felt a little like having friends for a beautiful two and a half hours. <laughs> Something, a concept I'm completely alien to. Uh, Cheers. But, no, honestly, guys, I, I do got to say that I love, as I said before, uh, you know, when, it, when you just sent me the um, the little sheet of, of what, you know, what comes next and blah, 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 like a, like a few weeks ago, like the, the concept of kind of a, an anti-work you know, bullshit thing and telling all these, be- like, 
I had a lot of fun because, again, I have never told all those stories like at once in a row. <laughs> that really <laughs> shed some bizarre light on my life. <laughs> we're the, the, we're the best customer service therapy podcast. No, that's uh, that is that is the the mo of this podcast is just digging up past traumas. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me want to go out and get a job. <laughs> just to, honestly, I'm kind of starting days. to miss the old days a little bit. I'm like, just oh, for fun, man, dude, but that's to... the best part. You can just get now get a job for funsies where you don't give a fuck. Where you I... can have a four hour job where you're like setting records. All right. Mm-hmm. My newest best for quitting a job was 19 minutes. I'm beating that today. <laughs> I am beating that. Where's the off switch? I think you're it's, onto something. You literally got hired. You shook their hand, signed paperwork, and then pulled your dick out and started peeing on the desk. You're like, it's <laughs> oh my like, god! They hired and fired me in the same meeting. It was. I, 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 I actually think, and I just like real quick before we stop. This isn't my story, and it'll take like thirty seconds. But a friend of mine once, way back, probably around the essay story time, maybe, uh, she got a job at Walmart, and I cannot even compete with this. She never went to work once she didn't watch orientation she went she got <laughs> hired she got a card to sign in and she would go clock in leave come back eight hours later and clock out and it went on for three months she was just getting paid to never because they didn't know that she was missing she was just some name on a thing they finally did a bit of an audit and she just went in one day and her card didn't work and she's like oops and then just like never went back or whatever that's how she <laughs> knew it was over but when Wrong you're like house. oh i should just go get like because they'll hire anyone because there's you know nobody yeah. and if i i can make the time between video clients how i actually pay the mortgage and keep the lights on I can just go do that same kind of shit and maybe <laughs> it's beautiful buy, that is that got those, slow uh, clamp that's an awful service history that's a that's my future fucking life the, yeah i can't like i that. love I, I i just fell in love with that story <laughs> but yeah four and a half stars next time we'll do it in person and get covid whatever <laughs> well fuck yeah bro we gotta uh, hang out anyway this is yeah, regardless. Yeah. John, John <laughs> oh, how do people follow you? All right. So I have the Reverend John Wheeler podcast on every podcast thing on YouTube. I know what I I'm going to listen to when I'm mowing the lawn. Yeah. And mine is just, I kind of became a fan of Tim Dillon. And I was like, I don't need a co-host. I'm just going to yell. <laughs> and, um, uh, I love Tim. I, yeah, I haven't he's, seen he's, him in years. He's a, he's a bit of a newer one for me, but I, I, yeah, I enjoy listening to that fat man scream. But, um, yeah, and then I have that, so it's like, and then the Alchemical Cocktail Lounge is my YouTube full of goofy fake news segments and stuff, and yeah, I'm just Reverend John Wheeler on Instagram and all the other bullshit, so if you want to listen to me yell or watch me pretend that I'm doing a news show, that, that's how you can find me. Or if you want a cheaper marriage than a normal, whatever the priests are charging. And I am still legally allowed to marry you <laughs> somehow. <laughs> But I better get part of the open bar. Because, no, I, whenever I do a wedding, too, the funniest part is when, like, old people are shaking my hand. Like, that was a really good thing. And I was just being a sarcastic idiot. But they're like, you're a vibrant speaker. That was a good wedding. I'm Where like, do you I preach? Was being a, I was so drunk. Where, what church do you preach at? Uh, they're, yeah, they're like, they think I'm a real reverend. Old people. Actual clergy. Oh, my God. I, I play I did the a lotto for reasons like this, John. If I get lotto money, I'm buying you a fucking church, bro. You're gonna, oh, you're gonna fucking, you're you will gonna, have a flock. You're gonna be the way, slamming your fucking knuckle tattoos on a fucking on an yeah. on an actual Bible, not using Bible verses, just quoting. If you, by the way, yeah, you'll double that lotto money if I get a church because that is how you launder and not pay taxes. Oh hell yeah, bro! <laughs> All I, of you, that. You think that's gonna be a fucking up and up church? No, that's gonna um, be a shady fucking uh, church. That church is well, shady front, shit. 
how would it have gone any other way? Yes. <laughs> I've always wanted to own a shady church. That's why I play the lotto for shady Enjoy. churches. You keep me posted and we're going to get shady as fuck. And I want to I want to do a reality show where we kidnap dudes from Philly and just drop them in Baghdad. <laughs> uh, the, the, that, like, someone's oh, already been making that reality show. It's called the U.S. military. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why They've is been filming wearing it. wearing a tent? <laughs> open the first Wawa in Baghdad. Yes, That's the reality we open show. the first Wawa in Baghdad. Falafel and then John takes it down. It's falafel cheesesteaks. Yep. Always leave things where you found them. The the and I'll take a I'll take a the slogan with- is they hate us because of our freedom. I'll take yep. a- <laughs> they hate us because of our freedom tries. I'll take a falafel extra whiz. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be stingy with that whiz, bro. Wait, wait, wait. I want it wit. Wit. Yeah, wit whiz. I want it wit whiz. I want a burger and you know dip it in poppy opium and yeah, whatever AK-47 my bitch girlfriend wants. Yeah, what a kids me. Yeah, she's yeah, she's wearing a tank top. It like the Wawa says no shoes. No socks. Uh, like it's no shoes, no socks, no service. Also, your girlfriend must be wearing a fucking tent, bro. Joe, how do people follow you? I just uh, look in the mirror three times and say my name. <laughs> like, it's, you know what? Just open your newspaper because I I'm gonna be in print. Uh, you know what? Turn on your fucking TVs because I'm gonna be in fucking on your TVs. Just we'll be on the seven hundred club. Yeah, whatever you do, I'm on it. <laughs> You don't even need to find me. I'm just going to stumble into your life. You're going to be like, I remember that voice. <laughs> Dude, it's wherever John Wheeler, wherever there's something where, that John Wheeler and I had, there's, there's something's going to be on fire. The cops will just follow yes, the sirens. It's, yeah, yeah. But it's okay because I know them all in Burnsville. Nate, how do like, people let's follow stay you? away from that house. <laughs> try, try you again. can follow Nate, me. Nate, how do people follow you? <laughs> in many, many places. Uh, I'm only active on some. I won't tell you which, so I'll give you them all. Uh, you can find me at Nathan Smezrud on Facebook and Twitter and N Smezrud on Instagram. You can check out my monthly comedy show, the semi-secret comedy show in Bismarck, North Dakota, the last Thursday of every month. Uh, the next one will be coming up in June. It's June. amazing. Go there. Last Thursday in June. Well, we have headliner, headliner Casey Flesh. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Dude, I've been literally since I got that uh, the best martini I've had in fifteen years. Yeah, at that fucking at your that cost you eight dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I have been going. I was at an award ceremony. I was like, "Hey, make me a fucking martini, make it dirty as shit, and I want it to the tippy top." Yeah, so it was. It was trash. It was twenty dollars. It was. I was. Just, I'm chasing a martini dragon. Yeah, it's, I love that place. That hey, that cocktail over bar, I that cocktail bar will bars. absolutely blow any cocktail out of the water. Yes. And I don't know if the prices like make them taste better, but it certainly helps. Oh yes, it does. Well, yeah, three it's... martinis always taste better than one. But I will yeah. say, all I I have two full bars that my wife and I built in this house because we have no kids and a problem. So yes, like, uh, you know, if you want a martini, I'll one of my little hobbies is old school mixology yes we're gonna do all of the like it's gonna be like hello barkeep make me a drink because i'm white i'm the uh i'm the same way why do you think i own this hat yeah (laughs) resident (laughs) cocktailsman yes um you could follow your resident cocktailsman i am at matt doima on uh facebook and instagram i am at chubby waiter on twitter as i believe in truth and advertising 
Mm-hmm. As for my shows, of course, every Wednesday evening in the basement of the Red Carpet Nightclub at the mm-hmm. Keller Bar, I host the Keller Open Mic, which now... Uh, That's where I rules. stole this little picture from. It's true. <laughs> I have a drink of beer out of. Uh, now has a new rule that you cannot bring a basketball to. <laughs> I will not field any questions about this. I, my, a few of my bands have played there a few times, and I'll bet I can guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So that starts, uh, sign up set between eight and nine. Show starts about nine fifteen. Uh, come down. I'll buy you a Sprite. Beyond that, I have shows, uh, on June 24th and 25th. I am back in St. Paul at the Laugh Camp Comedy Show. Uh, I'm with Lee Harden that weekend. Uh, that'll be fun in St. Paul on June, July 2nd. I'm doing that silly beaver again. Uh, I'm going to be opening for David Harris that evening. So that'll be fun. And just booked. June 9th, I'm back on the double, or sorry, the triple XL, uh, triple X, not XL. That's I'm just talking about my shirt size now. <laughs> <laughs> man. The There's a big X. and tall store that you're doing the show at? <laughs> yes. It's a, it's a hab, at a haberdashery. <laughs> the uh, big and tall comedy show. Yeah, the big, I, that's, that, we're, I'm cutting that out. That is a brilliant idea. That's going to be my, think... that's mine, bitches. Oh, no. oh. But on July 9th, I'm on the Triple X comedy show with uh, Carly McMenamin. She just booked me on that one for July oh, yeah. 9th. Uh, it's me, myself, Jeff Fozer, and some other very funny comedians as well. Uh, you could follow the podcast. It's at Awful Service Pod across all platforms. Uh, you can always send us your awful stories at awfulservicepod at gmail.com. Always make sure to like, subscribe, share all that shit. John, uh, this has been an epic of an episode. It's been a <laughs> lot of fun. Oh, my God. No, we just made everyone's day. (laughs) Philly Philly guy in Baghdad is the next hit on ABC. (laughs) Why's your girlfriend whipping batteries at the cricket match? As always, do Blue Felix acid before you're about to work at a toy store on Christmas season. And have a good night. It's time to count the till. Sweep the floors and mop the spills. Say of the trash and turn out the light tell me why i try this whole damn thing is a lie so i'll take my tips my services have earned me this maybe i will find a way out but for now i'll count my tips and lock the door